Welcome to the You Belong podcast put on by Faith Young Adults, where no matter who you are, where you're from, or what you've done, you belong. I'm your host, Brayden Benvenuti. Let's get real. What's up? Welcome back to the You Belong podcast. My name is Brayden Benvenuti, and I'm your host. I'm so excited to be on again for episode three. We're going to be continuing the conversation of community. Last episode, we talked about being alone versus having a community around you. On this episode, we're going to be talking about are they the wrong people? You know, we're talking about who is your community? Are they a good community? Do you need them around you? Or maybe you need to reevaluate who is around you. What kind of community is the wrong community? I would say if they're bringing you everywhere except closer to Jesus, they probably shouldn't be around you. We're called to live in this world, but not be of this world. It's a very difficult task to do of living in this sinful world, but trying not to be of it and trying to stay pure, stay holy, keep our relationship with the Lord. We still need to be able to be able to do that. We need to be able to live in the world, but not become what the world does. And so some people would say that, well, I hang out with people that, you know, are sinning or living this lifestyle so that I can influence them for Jesus. I would say to you, though, it's very difficult if you're hanging out with a group of people that maybe are not believers, they're doing things that you don't want to do. It's difficult to to be with them and, you know, stay true to your standards, to your conviction. It's hard to stay true to your convictions and to your standards when that is the situation. Like I said, some people, they're trying to be a witness, trying to influence people for Jesus, you know, whenever they're hanging out with people who maybe they're partying or maybe they're just, they're into some stuff that you're not into and they're influencing you to to do one thing or or this and you know it's not right you know it's going to lead you down the wrong path but you still are hanging out with them because you're holding on to that hope that you're influencing them well what happens is they start influencing you right whenever you're around people and maybe you're outnumbered well chances are you're going to start doing what they're doing right it's it's you're outnumbered there's outweighed more people are trying to do one thing and you're going to lose that battle and you're going to end up giving in to whatever they're doing. If they're bringing you everywhere except closer to Jesus, they shouldn't be around. This principle should stay true to your life because you should know if people are bringing you closer to Jesus or further away from Jesus. Some people like to use the argument, you know, Jesus hung out with sinners, right? He spent all his time with people who were living sinful lives, and so why can't I do that too? Well, first of all, you're not Jesus. But that argument is not very accurate because Jesus actually spent more time with God and more time with his disciples. So yes, Jesus spent time with sinners. You know, he spent time with the tax collectors and and adulterers and thieves and you name it, the criminals, whatever they were, the worst of the worst. Jesus was found hanging out with them, right? He was sitting at tables with these people, sharing meals. But what we don't understand is Jesus first spent more time with God so that he could get poured into by the Father and that way he would be able to stay true to who he was when he was surrounded by these other sinful people. So what ends up happening is we are going to start getting influenced by the world if we're not spending more time with God than we are with the people that we're trying to influence for Jesus. This brings to light a story that I really like. I've, I've read a few times. I've even preached on this, and that is the Samson and Delilah story. And if you don't know who Samson is, Samson was a Nazarite in the Old Testament in the book of Judges, and he had supernatural strength given to him by the Lord. 
this supernatural strength came from not cutting his hair. That was kind of his secret that the Lord said, as long as you don't cut your hair, you're going to have unreal strength that nobody can match. And so Samson killed thousands of people with the jawbone of a donkey. Just by himself, he killed thousands of people. And so what happens in the story of Samson and Delilah, Samson is a Nazarite, Delilah is a Philistine, and Samson ends up falling in love with Delilah. And that was a no-no back then. Philistines and Nazarites didn't mix. And Samson knew this. You know, the Nazarites were God's people, the Nazarites and the Israelites, but the Philistines were not God's people, and they were not supposed to be in association with them. And Samson thought it would be a good idea to fall in love with one of these Philistines, and her name was Delilah. And so we see here this story is basically we see how Samson should not have let Delilah so close to him. So Samson falls in love with Delilah. He's spending lots of time with her. He's spending spending the night with her uh, multiple times, and just all his free time is going to Delilah when he could be doing a lot of other things. He could be spending time with the Lord. He could be spending time with, you know, like-minded people, but instead he's with this Philistine, Delilah. What happens is Delilah gets influenced by the Philistine guards to betray Samson for money. And so we see that Delilah, her love for money was bigger than her love for Samson. And so Delilah falls into that trap of being influenced by those Philistine guards, and her goal is to figure out Samson's secret. And so whenever they're lying together spending the night, she asks him what his secret is. Samson ends up telling her not what her secret is, not what his secret is, a lie, but she actually calls the Philistine guards in to capture him, but obviously that wasn't the secret, so he's able to overpower all the guards, and Delilah's like, what the heck, you told me a lie. And so this happens two more times. Delilah tries to get the secret two more times, and Samson two more times tells her a lie, and each time the Philistine guards come to get Samson, and Samson still doesn't realize what's happening. And so finally, Delilah... The fourth time, she's like, Samson, you claim you love me, but you keep telling me these lies. And so Samson hears her, and he's like, he agrees. And so he actually, this fourth time, he tells her what his secret is, and that it's that he can't cut his hair. That's where his strength comes from. And so even after each of those times where the Philistine guards came in to try and get Samson, Samson still just doesn't even realize that Delilah was the only one that knew what the lies he was telling her. And so obviously it was her telling the Philistine guards, but Samson didn't realize that, and he ends up giving over the secret. And what happens? She cuts his hair in the night. The Philistine guards come, capture him. He can't fight back. He can't overpower them because he doesn't have the strength from the Lord. And in the word, it actually says the Lord left Samson. In that moment when his hair was cut, the Lord had left him, and along with the strength that the Lord had blessed him with. And so he gets captured by the Philistine guards and ends up getting his eyes gouged out, and he's thrown in prison for a little while. And so Delilah was successful. She successfully betrayed Samson because of how close she got and how many times she was able to ask those questions and get the secret from him of where his strength comes. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, Verse 33, it says, Don't be fooled by those who say such things, for bad company corrupts good character. So we see Delilah clearly had bad intentions for Samson's life, and he let her too close into his life. 
right? First Corinthians chapter 15, it says, bad company corrupts good character. We see the bad company of Delilah corrupted the good character of Samson, right? Samson was honoring God. He was living for him, using the God-blessed strength that he had for God. And Delilah comes in and corrupts that good character. And so in our life, we should be careful about who we let in and who we let too close into our life because if they're bad company, they're going to end up corrupting our good character. Right now, we got this trend going on on social media. You type in out like 50 red flags and then, you know, you say the, the whatever the red flag is and there's tons of different ones, you know, could be, I don't like Chick-fil-A. Pfft, red flag, red flag, red flag. If they don't like Chick-fil-A, you don't need to hang out with them. I mean, Chick-fil-A is the goat restaurant. And so that's kind of what this trend is. And so we have red flags for people we're hanging out with, right? We should have red flags for who we're choosing to be friends, who we're choosing to date, who we're choosing to let into our life closely. And so we need red flags for the wrong community. And so I have a couple, actually a few red flags that we need to be aware of and think about whenever we're reevaluating friendships or reevaluating different relationships, or maybe we're looking to make new ones, we should be aware of these red flags. Red flag number one is if they are persistent in trying to get you to break your morals. They don't need to be around you, right? If they are persistent in trying to get you to break your morals, then they're going to be bad company, right? We see that Delilah was very persistent. She tried four times to try and get the secret from Samson. Three times was unsuccessful, and then she was successful that fourth time. She was persistent in trying to get Samson to break his moral of keeping the secret of what the Lord gave him. That strength was should be honored by the Lord and should be kept holy and he defiled it by telling Delilah what the secret was. So if they are persistent in trying to get you to break your morals, be aware. That's that's red flag number one. Red flag number two, if they only ever want something from you but never give in return. Right? We all know those people that ask and, can you do this? Can you be here? Can you do this for me? Can you give me that? Can I borrow this? Right? But they they're never doing it for you. And we see that, this relationship between Samson and Delilah, Delilah only wanted something from Samson, but never gave in return. Delilah wanted the secret to Samson's strength because she wanted money. She had the love of money overruled her love for Samson, and she ended up betraying him, and she only wanted that. She never gave anything to Samson. And Samson didn't realize, didn't realize this, right? He didn't realize that she wasn't giving in return, and he was just... He was giving his time, he was giving his secret, he was giving his power, he was giving a way for her to get rich quick, and he did not realize this in the moment that she was only wanting something from him, but not giving in return. So, red flag number two, if they only ever want something from you, but never give in return. Red flag number three, if you constantly find yourself distant from God after being with them, right? We see in the scripture in that story that in that moment, when his hair was cut, it says the Lord left Samson, right? He had been hanging out with Delilah night after night. She's trying to figure out his secret and ends up being successful. And what happens? The Lord leaves Samson, and he doesn't have that strength that the Lord had given him earlier. And so in our lives, if we're hanging out with people who maybe they lead us down a wrong path, and, you know, the morning after or the day after, we're like, man, I shouldn't have done that. And, you know, time after time, that makes us feel distant from God. We feel like our relationship with the Lord 
has suffered because of these things. Well, why did these things happen, right? Why did these sins happen? Why did this relationship happen? Whatever it is. Well, it's because bad company corrupted good character. Red flag number three. If you can constantly find yourself distant from God after being with him, right? We should be aware of how we feel with our relationship with the Lord after we're spending time with people. And so if you constantly feel like you're getting more distant from God after each time of hanging out with certain people, chances are you might need to stop hanging out with those people as much and start hanging out with people who get you closer to God, right? Don't totally disregard those people who are living life you don't want to live, but you shouldn't be hanging out with them 24-7. Those shouldn't be your go-to people if they're leaving you feeling more distant from God after hanging out. So those are the three red flags for the wrong community. Be aware as you're making relationships and making new friendships, or maybe you're reevaluating old ones. Be aware of these red flags and think about these things when considering who is in your community. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out.